a rowboat. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good at naming boats. Wait, we should do be no on boats. like um you should be on Family Feud. On Family Feud, yeah. <laughs> Top five boats. <laughs> Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the nineties until today. We're your hosts, Amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2020, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of Outer Banks. Outer Banks premiered on April 15th, 2020 on Netflix and has three seasons so far. It follows the conflict between two groups of teenagers in search of a lost treasure. This is a show I actually did watch the first season of. (laughs) I watched it more recently. I kind of missed the boat in 2020 when everyone was talking about it. Yeah, I hopped right on that boat. I was I was first in line. (laughs) I ran up the little ramp onto the boat, got my life jacket on and was like, let's go, boys. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, which like like kind of like I said last week that like Outer Banks premiered at the perfect time at the very beginning of lockdown where everyone was stuck at home and like needed shows to watch and like Outer Banks happened to be one that everyone kind of gravitated toward. Yeah. I think just because it is so so dumb, but like in the best <laughs> way. Like it's like um like it's dumb in parentheses complimentary. Like I'm complimenting yeah. it. <laughs> that's how i felt watching it too i was like i was like yeah this is pretty dumb like i was like why are these characters doing these things but it is kind of like addicting to watch like like it's enjoyable i okay when i was pitching this to people obviously my pitch didn't work on you in 2020 because you didn't watch it but when i was pitching this to people i i described it as kind of like the oc meets the goonies um but like in north carolina so i and i say that because i think i mean one it's like the treasure hunt is like the goonies part but i think the i think outer banks has the makings of the perfect teen drama like it's not super prestige like Mm -hmm. it's not prestige at all it's not necessarily good but Uh it is a perfect teen drama in the way that like there are stakes but they're not like they're not like euphoria right like euphoria is like very dark and like prestige drama and this is like more like fun and ridiculous but still has stakes you know you think people could die in this yeah it's kind of weird that like they do make the stakes kind of high like there's like yeah shots being fired (laughs) it's like you know but like no none of the characters take it super seriously they're like oh we got shot at whatever yeah like, moving on <laughs> yeah i'm like okay so it, like yeah it doesn't feel as high stakes as it actually is yeah you know right and i I kind of like feel like that with like that's why i kind of use it like the oc i mean there is like an actual storyline that is pretty identical to the oc which is why i described it that way that we would see later in season one but like the oc similarly has it has like high stakes like it talks about serious stuff but it is still like kind of ridiculous like Mm -hmm. them going to tijuana randomly and like marissa almost dying like that's ridiculous but it also has stakes because like marissa almost dies yeah 
So it's like very That's similar true. in that aspect, I think. I also, oh, sorry. <laughs> I also like didn't realize that it was set in North Carolina before oh. I watched the show. I I seriously thought it was like Australian. <laughs> It does give Australian vibes, like from like the yeah. promo photos. Yeah, I can see like, it. The way they film it, and like everyone's like always at the beach. Yeah, everyone's like swimming in the water. I was like, oh, they're in Australia. But then I realized that Outer Banks is like an actual place in North Carolina. So, yeah. Well, I when I went to like look up like information on the show, I just like googled Outer Banks, and then it was like come to North Carolina, and I was like, no, sir, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> but what's funny is like I'm pretty sure that like. The summer I turned pretty is also in North Carolina. So it's kind of oh. like two sides of the same coin a bit. Like that oh, show is like very sweet, like lovey dovey, like beach summer. And this is like very intense, guns blazing <laughs> beach summer. <laughs> yeah. I guess when I think of North Carolina, I don't really think of beaches, but apparently I, it's North on the Carolina coast, beaches are so. super nice. Oh. Another another stop on our road. Another trip. stop. Yep. Yeah. We have to go there now. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I mean, it looks nice, so I'd go there. Yeah. So the so this show has three seasons. The third season came out late last year. Gosh, I don't even remember. I watched it when it came out, but <laughs> it has been renewed for a fourth it, season. Oh, it came out in February 2023. So it just came oh, out. Well, it came out a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it feels like it's been years. <laughs> truly, truly. But yeah, so it yeah, so it has been renewed for season four. Hopefully that comes out next year or later this year. I don't know. Also, there is a TV writer strike going on now, so that does not bode oh, well for season four of this coming out. That's true. But I stand with the TV writers. They deserve rights. That's true. Yeah, and so this so this show won a People's Choice Award in 2020 for the most binge-worthy show, which checks wow. out. Oh, okay. And then in 2021, it won an MT Movie and TV Award for Best Kiss. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the show takes place in North Carolina, but it actually filmed in South Carolina because... Wow, spicy. There's like some law in North Carolina that they that stopped them from they like filming, filming there or something. Um, I don't know. I didn't look into the law. Um, but yeah. So it's it's all a lie. It's actually in South Carolina. <laughs> wow. We were deceived. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I that's all the information I found that I thought was somewhat interesting. Okay, nice. So we can get into the character breakdown. We have John B. Rutledge played by Chase Stokes. He goes by John B, not John. Do not forget his middle initial. He will yeah. not respond. John B. And he is the Pogue leader, as stated right. on Wikipedia. <laughs> the leader of the Pogues. <laughs> the leader of the Pogues, okay. Yeah, so he's our, he's our main character. And then we have Sarah Cameron, who I Madeline Klein, who is our kook princess, <laughs> which is actually stated in this episode. Honestly, like, the Pogues and the kooks, like, they sound, like, so derogatory to me that I'm, like, yeah. I feel awkward saying them, but, like, apparently they're not. They're just the names of the people right or the groups yeah this is what they say i guess they call I themselves think, like, yeah i feel like yeah i feel like there's like deeper meaning but they don't really go into that they said that the pokes is short for like pogies which are like a type of fish that are like the bottom oh, okay. of the food chain i feel like it's 
that's like calling someone a plebe, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like basically saying they're poor. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein dated in real life for like a okay. year, I think. They broke up in 2021. And now Chase Stokes is dating Kelsey Ballerini. So. Oh, no way. Good for him. Okay. Chase Stokes is actually like older than I thought. He's like 30. Yeah. And Madeline Klein's not that old. I think she's like 25. She's 25. Yeah, 25. Yeah. He, so I think he, Chase Stokes is like the oldest of the cast. Yeah. Or like the, of the teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Then we have Kiara Carrera, played by Madison Bailey. She is also a kook, but she hangs out with the Pogues because of her beliefs. She's different. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she, she's very like stereotypical in the way where she's like rich, but she's like, I'm anti-consumerist, so I can't be right. rich. But like, it's like, girl, like you live in a mansion. Environmentally like, conscious. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she like turtles. used to be besties with Sarah, but then they had a falling out at some point that we don't really know the details of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now she's besties with John B instead. Then we have Pope Hayward, played by Jonathan Davis, who is also a Pogue, but he's very very smart. So wow. he's like has like a merit scholarship, and so like if they he like can't get into trouble because he'll lose his yeah. He's he's supposed to be like the straight edge member. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have JJ Maybank, played by Rudy Panko, who is also a Pogue, and he is the poorest one, I guess, or like the worst off. Yeah, um, he has like the worst background. Yeah, like he had, he, they may not actually see him in this episode, but like he does like live with his dad who is abusive. Mm-hmm. So he has like a really bad family situation and like, pretty much has nothing to lose and john b is like in a similar boat except his dad is missing so i mean his dad wasn't abusive but he is missing right it it seems like john b like had a pretty good life before his dad went missing right his dad was like then, a good dad supposedly yeah. um we don't see it but <laughs> we're told then we have topper played by austin north who's sarah's boyfriend obviously he's a kook then we have Rafe Cameron, who played by Drew Starkey, who's Sarah's brother. Again, a kook. And then we have Ward Cameron, played by Charles Esten, who's Sarah's dad. The dad of the kooks. So that's our that's our main our main cast. There's like a couple other, like there's like the cops. And then right. Wheezy is Sarah's younger sister who gets like one line. <laughs> <laughs> also, her name's Wheezy. Why, why is her name Wheezy? I think that's a nickname. She weasels. Also a bit derogatory, if you Does ask she have me. have asthma or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It reminds me of what's that toy in Toy Story? Oh, Squeezy. Or, yeah, Wheezy. I think they call oh, yeah, Wheezy. Like, is his right? name Wheezy? Because, yeah, like, like, he... Yeah, he's like, a, uh, he's, like, a squeak toy, but he's, like, broken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he only, like, wheezes. Sad. Right. And he's up on the top shelf. And Aww. they're gonna, like, throw him out, remember? He's all dusty. Aww, yeah, no one wants to play with him. <laughs> yeah, poor Weezy. But yeah, that's that's everyone. That's not everyone we like really need to know about. Right. Like, but also like yeah. rich people have like weird, weird ass names, you know? Like Buster Topper. and like, you know, stuff like that. Like, like mm. rich people, like, cause like give their kids like the most like waspy names i guess 
you know? Like. Right. <laughs> like topper. Yeah. What is topper short for? Don't know. Like. Like Topher, like Christopher, but Topper <laughs> instead of maybe, I don't know. maybe like Ward, Rafe. What kind of name is Rafe? I don't know. I don't know, dude. But like Sarah's a normal name. But like, because like I feel like 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 I'm thinking of like Arrested Development, like Buster. Like that's not a name. Oh. That's a dog name, you know? Yeah. Like, hello. What's that guy from Pitch Perfect? Boomer. Oh, Boomer. <laughs> Boomer. Like, yeah. is that his name? boomer yeah i don't know yeah like what are these names they're they're all like nicknames right 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 it's it's like like, why did you give this nickname right yeah i don't know okay well we can get into the plot the outer banks is divided into the kooks and the pokes the haves and the haves not john b and his friends are pokes and they live on the cut the kooks live in figure eight on the north side of the island. John B. lives in an old fish shack alone because his dad disappeared and his mom left. His dad was presumed dead, but John B. refuses to believe it without a body. John B.'s school is concerned that he is living alone and want to send a social worker to check on him. But Hurricane Agatha hits on that same day. Wow. I feel like that's, like, one reason I could not live on the East Coast, because of hurricanes. Like, earthquakes, fine. Hurri- yeah. Hurricanes, no, thank you. And hurricanes kind of come pretty often. Yeah. You know, there's, like, hurricane season. Right. So it's, like, like every year you have to deal with this. It's, that's a lot. I mean, we've started getting, like, on the West Coast, we've started getting, like, a tsunami, like, overflow from, like, Japan. <laughs> Wait, what? Sometimes that happened like this year. Like, like, like we got the, like too much water. Yeah. Like what? it was a like, really high tide because oh. like there was like a tsunami or something. Maybe not in Asia or like in Japan, but like in somewhere in the like Pacific. And then mm. it was like, hey, like the water is like too high or whatever. Like, don't go to the beach. Oh, okay. So I think it happened this year. I don't know. Could be making it up. But that that's like not that that happens over here sometimes. That's like different than a hurricane. Yeah. Like, as long as you don't live, like, on the ocean. Like, on the coast. Then you're yeah. fine. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, but we get into, like, more of the background of the Outer Banks. It's, yeah. like, divided. It's, like, it's like West Side Story. There's, like, the rich yeah. people and the poor people. I wonder what, like, people from Outer Banks think of this. Like, if it is really this divided. Because, like, I mean, that's not super surprising. Like, I feel like there are a lot of cities that do have a very, like, clear, rich side and poor side to, like, a town. But. Yeah. Like, I I don't um, know. Like, if I live like, there, is this, like, accurate? I guess there is, like, a figure eight island. Okay. Um, Wikipedia says it's, like, the Hamptons of the South. And, like, oh. Al Gore used to live there, I guess. Interesting. So there is, like, a rich area down there. Um, I do also find it really interesting t- that you can, like, commute by boat. You know? <laughs> like, because, like, the multiple times they'll, like, hop on a boat and then, like, because everyone has, like, a dock, right? Going out to the water. So you can just, yeah. like, stop by someone's house, like, by boat. And it's giving, actually, I don't know where they're from. Have you been following like the murder, like murder cases and all that? Oh, you know yes. About? Like, yeah. 
like that, they, that, that was... I don't know if they're I don't know if they're from North Carolina. No, I think they're from South Carolina. But it's like the same thing where like the kids all hop on a boat and they like commute down the river instead of like walking or driving. I'm like, what oh. the heck? That's oh, so really? weird. Yeah. Yeah. And like, didn't they get in like a boating accident? Like, yeah, because they were they were like basically like drinking like, um, because like you can like just like boat over to the bar and then you like hop on the dock and then you go oh. drinking and then like you get back on the boat. I feel like that should be like, is that illegal? That's probably yeah. illegal, right? To drive a yeah. boat. I mean, it's the same. Drunk. I think it's the same thing as like drunk driving. Like you can't mm. drunk boating. Like that's not like, right legal. Um, but yeah, so basically, like the one kid like got really drunk and then he was like driving the boat and then his friends were like no stop you're like too drunk and he's like no don't tell me what to do and then he like hit a like bridge and then like one of their friends died oh my um, goodness but yeah that does not happen in outer banks they say they survive luckily um, <laughs> nothing, yeah nothing happens like that um but there is a, a lot of boating accidents in this show yeah like there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah dangerous stuff with boats be careful yeah i mean me and you know you don't get on a boat <laughs> i know and boats are hard yeah. to to drive steer <laughs> yeah so john b lives alone because his mom left when he was a baby or like when he was really young and then his dad like was like i'm gonna vanish for a bit but i'll be back and then he disappeared and it's like that's us right and so his dad's gone and, and he's been he's, gone for nine months. Nine months, which is yeah, quite I, a long time. Maybe he went away to have a baby. Oh my! <laughs> he was like secretly pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but his uncle, I assume his dad's brother, was supposed to like be his caretaker, and that's what they told the state basically. But then his uncle went to Mississippi, I think, for work or something, and so and it's like hard because like I think he's like seventeen, so it's like. It's like 16 or 17. And yeah. so it's like, is it better for him to like go to a foster family or like, you know, I get it. Like I get the state wants that, like him to be like with a guardian, but like it's... you could be an emancipated minor by that age, you know? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how hard it is to get like emancipated, you know? Right. If you're, if you're like an orphan, well, I guess he's not an orphan because his, his mom is his mom's still alive. somewhere. Yeah. But like he could get like emancipated from her, right? Also, like, how messed up is it that his, like, like, I guess I don't know if the state actually contacted his mom, but, like, how messed up is it to be, like, hey, your only kid is, like, alone because the dad disappeared. Like, can you go take him? And she's like, nah, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah, your son is going to the foster system. Right. If you don't take him. And she's just like, nope. (laughs) No, thank you. She has, like, her whole new family. Yeah. Um, In Colorado, I think, is what he said. I feel, like, kind of bad that, like, none of the other families on the island, like, want to kind of take care of him you know like I, I would assume he like like has lived there his whole life and like has like friends right. or like family friends i and, feel like know. the cut like in the cut not the is that a magazine not the magazine <laughs> <laughs> yeah the cut the, the area the, they're like area like the, i feel like they're all like so poor that they maybe can't afford to take him in like mm-hmm. obviously jj's uh i'm pretty dad sure is a, they would get money for it though right yeah that's true yeah you do get paid to be a foster parent but like jj's like dad obviously wouldn't like he's abusive like he wouldn't want to send a kid there and then like pope's parents i am like pope's parents are like stable you know they own the restaurant they're stable Mm -hmm. but i don't know i guess maybe like i feel like pope's dad is very like 
like John B's a bad influence. Like mm. I don't want him in my home. And yeah. then Kiara's parents hate her friends. Which like is like so messed up for parents, especially Kiara's parents who were like rich, rich. Like Pope's mm-hmm. parents like are doing okay, but obviously they're still like not as like they're still like not super rich. But for Kiara's parents to be like, I hate him so much that I'm not gonna like put a roof over his head. Like Yeah. And I mean he 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 is like living in a house. Like he has a house, but like True. he just needs someone to like watch over him so that the like CPS doesn't take him away. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Oh but poor guy. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, Jalby doesn't really follow rules, so. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of a rebel. The next day, they have no service or power, so John B. and JJ take out a boat to go fishing. They pick up Pope and Kiara on the way. The boat hits something in the water and knocks JJ off the boat. Pope sees a shipwreck boat under the water, and they jump in to investigate. John B. finds a motel key, and they leave without seeing a body floating nearby. They go to report the boat to the Coast Guard, but no one listens to them. Yeah, so here's our first shipwreck. <laughs> there are yeah. more. But well, also, is this is this summer? Are they yeah. in school? Oh, okay. No, it's summer. I think they just like got out of school. Because I think in the very beginning, like um narration, John B's like, this summer we're gonna be having a good time all the time yeah (laughs) i feel like yeah that is fun like it's summer like you just go on your boat and pick up your friends and just like hang out all day i feel like we like live so far away from each other that like we never had that as like a as a summer you know like i can just like walk over to your house and be like hey right i guess yeah i guess when we like when you started to drive i guess maybe we did a little bit that was like college yeah but yeah, like in high school, we didn't because we didn't okay. drive. <laughs> <laughs> now what I did over the summers in high school, I'm like, what did I even do with my time? I don't know. Truly. <laughs> like when you're like, oh, I just had three months to do nothing. What a nice yeah. concept. Maybe I should become a teacher mm. just for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> just to have nothing to do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's worth the the struggle but oh definitely not it's definitely not i would not be a good teacher i like no uh, blessings to all those that are teachers because <laughs> oh, doing my, the lord's work there my job like i like i don't talk to people very often <laughs> like in my job because i'm just right. like oh here's my work and then i do it so i'm like oh wow it's so like peaceful but yeah it's yeah. very i mean i'm not responsible for like other humans you know which is mm-hmm. very nice for me yeah yeah but yeah. we love the teachers yes They're great pay them more please <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so they say they want to go fishing because like after a hurricane all the fish like at the top or whatever i don't know something like that like yeah. they're all they're all out and about maybe yeah out and about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah then they run into a shipwrecked boat on accident Yes. And they're like, whoa, spooky. Let's and it's it like is. a very expensive boat. Right. So they're like intrigued. Yeah. They're like, this is like $500,000. Yeah, wait, I wrote down what the boat was called. But a Grady White. A Grady White. So any of you boat enthusiasts out there, that's the type of boat. 
I literally know boats less than I know like cars. So yeah, and, and I, I don't know, know anything about cars. cars. <laughs> it looks like a little. I don't know what you would call this. Steamboat like a... Willie. <laughs> Steamboat. I don't. I don't know what they're called. I could maybe. It looks just... like a nice boat. Like okay. you can have like a little party on it. Like it. If okay. It's a, like maybe like five people. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I was more. like, I know, like, a ferry, a cruise ship, a yacht. That's all I got. Yeah. A canoe, a kayak, <laughs> a paddle boat, a rowboat. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good at naming boats. Wait, we should do be no on, like. Um, you should be on Family Feud. On Family Feud, yeah. <laughs> Top five boats. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I, but they I saw are this, kind of expensive. So I saw this TikTok where these guys were trying to guess the top five most famous Georges ever. Oh, okay. And it was actually like kind of kind of interesting. George Washington? That's mm. number two. Oh. That's what they said. They were like, oh, how is that number number one? But yeah, that's like it's the not first no, George. Okay, the number one is not American. Oh. George Harris. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, the Beatle. The Beatle. I feel like he's like the least famous Beatle though. But I guess he's still but, more famous. But he's than more George famous Washington. than George Washington. Dang. But he's maybe the he's the he's the least famous Beatle, but the most famous George. Oh. But what is interesting is like would like who are the other ones? Paul and John and Ringo. Well, Ringo is probably the most famous Ringo, Avi. But yes. like John Lennon is probably not the most famous John, right? John is like the most common name, right? So. And like also Paul. Like Paul's a very common name Paul. as well. But like then do you yeah, count like, like Paul from the Bible? <laughs> like, <laughs> but like. But like, do you count Pablo? You know, like where we where do we uh, stop? You know, like no, I think it's just different. Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I guess, find it interesting. George Washington would be like the most famous George in America. Yeah, you but know maybe what's, not worldwide. You know what's gross? George W. Bush got on the list. Oh, okay. I mean, it's by fame. <laughs> when I was like watching the TikTok, I was like guessing in my head and not me guessing curious george that's not a real man <laughs> curious george the the little the monkey, monkey? <laughs> well, george he's, very the jungle. he's very famous <laughs> <laughs> he's very beautiful to me yeah <laughs> what's that mean <laughs> uh, yeah. i forget what well, the other ones were yeah well now we but have john b john b a famous john I think John B is more famous than John Lennon. To Gen Z, <laughs> to Gen Z, probably. I don't oh yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we didn't say, but John B's dad is also John. They call him Big John, but they call him Big John. Yeah. So technically, so John B, B John and John B. <laughs> Wait, I feel like that's just more confusing. They could, they should have called him Little John, John Junior. <laughs> Like, yeah. also like john has like multiple nicknames like, they could have called him like johnny yes. or i don't know what the other, jonathan like <laughs> i don't know i don't know if jonathan's a nickname for john it's definitely but... not but they can make one <laughs> but they made john b a nickname so i don't know that's true that's true yeah johnny bravo 
Yeah, and they find a motel key in the boat, which is yes. like, if it was me and I was like, I mean, one, I don't swim, so like this would not be me. But like, if it was, and I found a motel key in a boat, I'd be like, what? I would just like move on with my life. Like, mm, like, like you wouldn't think anything of it. Right. I was like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think mm. I would find that very intriguing, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't see the body at this point, so they don't know it's like someone died. Right. Right. They're trying right. to figure out They just think it it's is. like, oh, someone sunk their boat, I guess. Um, but I guess, yeah. I guess it's just interesting because it's an expensive boat. But it's yeah. like after a hurricane, so I'd, I would expect some boats to have like sunk or gotten destroyed or something. Right, but this one like wasn't at a dock, right? Because like most of the boats would be tied up. So like even if it sank, it would still be tied to the dock, right? And this one's like in yeah. the middle of the marsh. Yeah. yeah, I guess maybe they would you know they deal with the hurricane so they know how to like protect their boats from it but who knows yeah yeah and they they do say that that's something they did the night before not not the pogues but like other people yeah they go to the coast guard and the coast guard everyone's like yelling about their dogs and their babies and the, i don't know what but they're like yelling at the coast guard and they're like you know what they're not gonna listen to us let's just go to the motel yeah yeah <laughs> They're little detectives. Lana goes to ask Ward if she has seen her husband's scooter because he is missing. He helped Sarah with her with their boat before the storm and then disappeared. John B. and JJ go to the motel to find the owner of the boat. They find cash and a gun in the safe, and when the cop shows up, and when the cops show up, they hide on the roof to avoid them. JJ stole money and the gun, and they discuss if they should keep it. The cops found Scooter's body in the marsh, and they wonder how he could have owned the expensive boat. Yeah, once again, another rich person named Scooter? That's not a name. Scooter Braun? That's like... The most famous Scooter, possibly? <laughs> Maybe. The only like... Scooter I know, besides Razor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't know. Scooter is Scooter also a nickname, or do people just name their kids Scooter? I there's no way someone names their kid Scooter, right? Maybe that's like a nickname for like Scott or something. Scooter. I don't know. Scooter. It's a great question. Let me see. Scooter Braun. His name is Scott. Oh, oh, big brain that one. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But how do you get Scooter? You're just like. How do you get Scott Dick from Scoot. Richard, man? Who knows? That that is true. That is, that's true. Men's nicknames make no sense. No. No. But anyways, but. he's a kook, and <laughs> Lana. But no, Scooter is oh. Scooter is not a kook, right? He's poor, right? Oh, he is poor. Right, right, right. I was I was thinking Ward. Yes, um, Ward is a kook. Yes, Ward is a kook. Lana is Scooter's wife, and Lana goes to Ward to, uh, to ask where Scooter is. So I guess yeah. maybe Scooter works for Ward. It was like unclear yeah, why I she would think go to Ward. So I think so because he was okay. also helping Sarah, who's Ward's daughter. So right. He right. probably works for the family. 
Right. Okay. Okay. As does John B. So. Yeah. I mean, wow. rich people need, you know, servants. Help. I don't know. Servants. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not wrong. Um. Yeah. And then the Pogues head on their merry way to the motel. And I thought, I thought this was so funny. Uh, like, I guess, like, when they go to the hotel, like, Kiara goes to John B. And is like, be careful, blah, blah, blah. And JJ kind of, like, makes fun of him. He's like, oh, like, what's the deal yeah. with you and Kiara? Like, what's going on? And then John B. is like, nothing. No Pogue on Pogue macking. Like, those, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the rules. <laughs> those are the, like, yeah, those are the, like, lines that, like, make this so good. Because it's like, who? Like, no one would say that. Like, why would life. you say that? But yeah. there's so many, like, lines like this that, because the same thing, like, in, uh, in, like, the OC, the line, um, like, who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Like, it's so ridiculous, but it, like, yeah. makes the perfect teen drama dialogue. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, so outrageous. Yeah. Like, yeah. if someone said that to me, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no poke on poke macking. <laughs> like, why would they say macking? Exactly. Like, who says that? Like, um. Yeah, truly. <laughs> But it's also a plot point that, like, John B., JJ, and Pope, they all kind of have a crush on Kiara. Right? Yes. Yes. So. And later, JJ says he, like, already kind of took his shot and it mm-hmm. didn't work out. So yeah. he's like, well, you know, there's two more options for her. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was like, oh, that's really weird. But then she actually is, like, pretty new to their group, right? Yeah. Well, it said, like... Freshman year, she was besties with Sarah, and sophomore year, she wasn't. So, assuming this is the summer after their junior year, so they've been, they've been friends. friends for like two years, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I guess, yeah, they didn't like grow up together. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of seems like Kiara might like John B. At this point, yeah, because she's yeah. like. Be safe. Like, right. Like, I don't care about you, JJ, but jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, they they are, like, searching around. And JJ wants to steal stuff. And Jombie's like, absolutely not. We're not stealing anything. But then Jombie gets into the safe and finds tons of cash and a gun. Yeah, And JJ's like, Mysterious. okay. Give me the gun. Take a photo of like. Yeah. I was like JJ, please. Like I genuinely laughed out loud in this episode. Like I think it's so funny him like posing with the gun. He's he's literally like making evidence against himself. He's like a caricature know? of a person. It's so good. Um, but then the cops come, and they have to like go out onto this little like it's not even like a roof really it's just like outside the window on like a ledge yeah 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 it's it's the classic they're like hiding against the wall and then like the policeman looks outside right and, like doesn't see them yeah no <laughs> dumb cops uh yeah. but the cops find the money avi and then they steal it because why not still some yeah. of it and um, jj was kind of right then he yeah. should have just stolen the money because if the well, he, yeah. if the cops were gonna steal it, then and he did, he did steal some of it. So yeah, yeah but then like Kiara's like that's blood money, we can't keep that. Which like I kind of 
I kind of agree with her. Well, I mean, like, I agree that, like, stealing is bad in general most of the time. Yes. Um, but I also kind of agree that it is kind of blood money. You know? Like, you don't know. There's, like, shady business going on. Like, you don't know where that money is from. Yeah. It's going to give you bad juju. But then I also understand that, like, Kiara is rich, so she, she can say that. And, like, JJ yeah. literally has no money. So I, you know, I'm kind of on both their sides. Like, in, like I understand why Kiara wouldn't need it. But JJ's, like, so desperate. It's like, yeah, like, I don't blame you for taking the money yeah. that was right in front of your face. Is it morally wrong? Maybe. But <laughs> it's also a lot of money, so. But also the system you know is morally wrong, so. That's true. Like. Like, why I are they know. worried about John? Why is, is the foster system? anybody? Maybe not, yeah. so. Yeah, why is CPS worried about John B when JJ's literally getting punched in the face by his dad? Like, the system isn't yeah, working. JJ, are... steal the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but then we actually see who died, and it's Scooter, of course. Right. He was missing. And they're all like, hmm, what happened here? Like, yeah. We don't know. We do not know. Some fishy but, things. But they're like, how did, like, they're assuming, okay, you know, the boat, the boat, I was going to say the boat drowned. The boat drowned. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they find the motel key. They go to the motel. They're like, okay, whoever owned the boat probably was also staying here. Which is also weird because Scooter's a local. So, like, why would he need a hotel room? I mean, like, obviously because of shady business. But Scooter, like, was poor. So, like, how did he own this, like, expensive boat and so then they were like oh he must have been is this now or is this later they're like oh they he must have been smuggling contraband yes yeah because like how else would he afford that right and why is he dead right so many questions. someone came back for for him or something yeah like or maybe he was like selling on someone else's turf or something and they don't say like how he died right because if he died drowning then it could have been like oh it's just the hurricane Mm-hmm. But I want to say he was shot, but I actually don't know. Um, uh, I don't know if they say. But, like, Sarah did say that, like, she saw him, like, when the storm was, like, coming in. So, like, right. why would he go out in the storm? Right, exactly, exactly. Unless there was, pro- like, unless there was, like, he was getting threatened to do something or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, big mystery. The Pogues throw a kegger on the beach, including the Kooks and the Turons. That sounds like a Star Trek character or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> JJ offers a beer to Sarah and gets into a fight with her boyfriend, Topper. Topper punches John B and tries to drown him. JJ threatens him with the gun and kicks everyone off the beach. Sheriff Peterkin checks on John B the next day and tells him she'll keep him out of foster care if he stays out of the marsh. JJ says he has nothing to lose, so they can't listen to her. John B steals Ward's scuba gear so they can search the boat. Yes. So a kegger is a party. With a, <laughs> with a beer keg. Yeah. yeah. And there's the the Pogues, the Kooks, and the Torons. And the Torons are tourists. Like out of towners, yes. Yeah. They just like come for like a week in the summer. Yeah, so it's like visit. the people from the summer I turned pretty coming, they would be Turons in this situation. There should be a crossover. That'd be fun. Oh. Um, yeah. The vibes are very off, though. The vibes are so off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. We, we yeah, we called them in college, like, out-of-towners. Oh, yeah, because like, you were in, like, a vacation like spot. Yeah, because, like, 
a lot of people would come in just like wanting to party for the weekend and like mm. they didn't actually go to school there right so like and like everyone who like went to school there or like lived there like hated the out-of-towners because they were just like there to like mess up the area you know i should have come a weekend in college to party with you dang yeah i never did fun rip Yeah, so they are basically just, like, having a party. I don't know why JJ offers a beer to Sarah. Like, that's not super clear. Like, if he's, like, flirting with her or if he's just, like, trying to start shit. Like, we don't really know. Yeah. I think he's just, like, doing it to do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, Topper takes that as, like, a threat, I guess, and is, like, starts a fight with them. And, like, straight up tries to drown John B. Like, it's very intense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, everyone here needs to, like, bring it down a few notches. Yeah. It's, you like, know? not that serious. Like, you're yeah. all in high school. It's literally yeah. not that serious. Yeah. Like, literally, like, he tries to, like, drown John B. for no reason. Like, John Truly. B. didn't do anything. Also, like, a lot. There, a very common theme amongst the boys in this show is, like, very much, like, unchecked anger. Like. Yeah. Someone put them in anger management or, like, a therapist or something. Like, they should not be willing to drown someone for no reason. Yeah. And then, of course, JJ has the gun that he stole from earlier. And then he's like, let him go or else I'm going to shoot you. JJ is, like, truly unhinged. But also, it's like... I mean, we don't get too much of his backstory in this episode. But, like, as his backstory is revealed... it. One, like, explains why he is the way he is. Like, not to excuse, like, threatening someone with a gun. Even even if, like, I don't know, it's, like, hard. Because it's, like, your friend was literally, like, attempted being attempted murdered in the water. So it's, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, where's the line? But, yeah. you know, like, you do have a lot of empathy for him um, as the show goes on because mm-hmm. of his, like, his own personal struggles. But get all these boys in therapy, please. Thank you. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, we also had um, the other, the cheerleading show. <clears throat> oh, um, yeah. Dare Me. Um, and Dare she, Me. Yeah. And the character in that one, she also pulled a gun at a party. Like, dang. I have less empathy all these for her. teens getting guns? <laughs> Truly. Like, well, JJ stole it from a safe, and then the girl and I stole it from that, like, military guy's car, right? So. Yeah. They steal them. That's the answer. Keep, keep your guns like better hidden or something. Locked up. And Sheriff Sheriff Peterkin, she's kind of an interesting character because, like, you she don't is. know if she's like a good or bad guy. Yeah. She's like, yeah. She's like, stay out of the marsh or else. And you're like, whoa. Pretty much. But then JJ's like. Well, if she wants us to stay out of it, there must be something valuable there. So, like, we gotta go. Mm-hmm. Which is a great point. Because, yeah, why would the cops want... I mean, they they frame it as... Because they later they close the marsh and they frame it as, like, oh, it's a crime scene. Like, don't come through here, you know? Which, like, makes sense on the surface. But the way Sheriff Peterkin says, like, threatens him almost, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, there's, like, something deeper than just a crime scene. Yeah. Yeah. She's also trying to, like, bribe him. She's like, oh, I can keep you out of foster care. 
you know? Yeah. I feel like, like hmm. I have to say this all too often on this podcast, but this is an ACAB podcast. Because <laughs> the cops are always acting crazy at all these shows. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, like, in teen dramas, like, the cops are always, like, bad. Yeah. Mm, they're always corrupt. I mean, hmm. Wonder what that's based on. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, yeah, we got to go back for that boat because probably something valuable is in it because everyone's looking for it. So yeah, John so B. Like, yeah, steal some scuba scuba gear so and, they can like go on down. And Sarah like <laughs> actually confronts him. Well, not yes. like confronts him about the scuba gear, but like confronts him on the boat about the party, and is like. Like, this kooks and pogues thing is so dumb. We should, like, move past it. And he's like, well, that's easy for you to say. You're a kook. And then, like, walks away. <laughs> yeah, she's a kook princess. The princess, so. yeah. But the interesting thing is is that her dad used to be poor, right? And Maybe? Then he, and then he, like, got money and then Picked himself rich. up by the bootstraps and made his way up to kookland. <laughs> I, yeah. I think so. Because, like, he has, like, a construction business. Yeah. So I think he like he used to be poor and then he became rich. Dude, so. I don't think I've ever hated a teen drama character more than I hate Ward. Mm. Truly. And there are some yeah. pretty bad teen drama characters. Like yeah. Ward is like definitely is up bad. there. Yeah. Ward and like Dan from One Tree Hill is pretty bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just like else, bad people but... only looking out for themselves don't care about anybody else words like so bad though i hate him anyways (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean in this episode you don't really see why word's bad but true keep watching i feel like he's already a bit shady but i mean he's a rich white man he's already a bit shady true true just by default you by default (laughs) (laughs) john b stole empty tanks so he will have to dive with only a quarter tank. The cops come by and tell them that the marsh is closed, and Shoop checks on their boat, but doesn't find anything. John B. runs out of air, but comes up just in time. After the cops leave, another boat chases them and shoots at them. Kiara stops them with a net, and they get away. They open the bag John B. found, and it has John B.'s dad's compass. A lot happened in this episode, man. Yeah. Like, wow, they really packed it all in there. Yeah, so I don't know why John B. didn't fill up the tanks. Unclear to me. Um, Because, like, he said he was, like, going, like, he told Sarah, like, oh, I'm going to go, like, top up the tank. So, like, don't (laughs) know why he didn't actually do that before going back. Yeah, why didn't he check beforehand? Before diving, you know? Like, or bringing them all the way out there. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make sense. But it's for the drama. It's for the drama. Like, he might die. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm like, a tank? I don't know how long tanks last, but, like, I would assume it's more than a few minutes. Because he's only in the water for, like, a few minutes, so I'm like, hey. Right, but he has a quarter of a tank, so. Yeah. Oh, I see, like, like, a quarter of a tank should last, like, a Yeah, bit at least a little yeah. bit, right? I don't know. Yeah. But people go scuba scuba diving for, like, long periods of time, I think. Dude, I have no idea. I, I would never go scuba diving. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you done it? Would you do it? No, probably not. 
I'm not a huge like water person, anyways. Same, same, same. same, same <laughs> I'm like, same. I don't want to see what's down there because it's really like, scary. I need a life jacket at all times, and I don't think doing that. Yeah, I don't like, think you I can, can wear a life jacket. I don't think I can wear a life jacket, jacket and do that. Good, I'm gonna pass. Um, yeah. I'm like always like the token, like where's a life jacket person on every boating water excursion I go yeah, on. That's that's probably why my mom likes you, because she's always like, wear a life jacket. I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> like truly, I remember I went on this like river hike. So we like hiked up like a trail and then like you were like hiking up the side of a river and then like you would go with the current like down the river and you'd like float uh-huh. down. And they were like, oh, do you want a life jacket? And I was the only one that said yes. Mm. And like literally everyone else was just like swimming. And I was like, why would you swim when you could just float? That's true. So it was very fun to not have to swim. Yeah. But remember when we <laughs> remember when we made those life jacket like diapers? Yes. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> you can like sit in the water like higher out of the yeah. water you know so you don't have to like get all the way in yeah because when you sit you with just, the like, life jacket normally as a vest it'll like go up into your face but yeah if you so sit only like your head is like out. right but if, if you, you sit, sit in it, it then it lets you float up yeah yeah Ugh. and do more things genius those like big rubber ones were the best ones too yeah yeah but fun damn now i have a floaty a blow up floaty <laughs> yeah that. Yeah, and then it, it just goes, like, crazier at the end. Like, John B. Yeah. finds the compass. At, and then, like, these two random dudes are, like, telling the cops, like, oh, we'll help you search. But they're, like, random people. And then the cops are just like, sure. Right, and, right, right, right. Like, There's a lot of, like, mm. shady stuff. Like, Shoop, who's, like, the cop. That's the white guy cop that stole the money. Um, He... Like, he, there's also a scene where he goes to, like, the museum and, like, researches the royal merchant. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a tie-in there. And so it's very, you know, especially because, like, John B. finds his dad's compass. So it's, like, why was his dad's compass? And then, like, the scooter thing. And, like, how is this all tied together? And, like, we are assuming that it's also tied to the royal merchant. And then there's some type of treasure. Because, like, he also knows that his dad was, like, searching for a treasure. So yes. he's assuming it's related to that as On well. On the Royal Merchant. On the Royal like Merchant. An right. old ship that like got shipwrecked with $400 million of gold on yeah. it. Right. But yeah, like why does yeah. Scooter have his dad's compass, which presumably uh, like the dad had the compass when he died. Right. Right. So it's right. like, how would you have gotten that if your dad right. is missing? So it's like, was so. Big John on the boat? Was he killed and then Scooter took the compass? Like, what's the deal? Like, how is this all connected? Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, the plot thickens, right? Because it's like, oh, like, now... Because, like, before it was kind of, like, kids investigating something random. And now it's, like, there's actual, like, stakes in it. Because it's like, oh, wait. Like, he could figure out what happened to his dad if he figures this out. Yes. Yes. But then those two strangers come. And then they just, like, start shooting at them. I was like, those are children. But, like, they... Like- they also know where the boat is, I guess. I don't know. I guess, but I was like, how would they even like know to sh- like that they got something? You know, right? What if they were just random kids like out they playing? They don't. They're taking a shot in the dark. Oh, unintended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, yeah, that's it. 
well, I guess you've already seen this, but do you want to do you want to watch season two now? Um, I might because season one kind of still doesn't solve the mystery. Right. Like it solves like some parts of it, but like the yeah. treasure hunt is still on. So. True. Yeah, I would recommend. I think season three. Season two is pretty good. I like season three, but season three is a bit slower. Like at the beginning. But oh. it picks up. But yeah. I mean, I would ask you to do Who's Endgame. But I also don't want to give you spoilers. So like, what's the vibe? I guess we could just do like Who's Endgame for like... Season one. Season one. Yeah. Which Wait. is John B. and Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Truly like- Endgame because if you know the ending of season one. True. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think most people, if they had like seen the trailers or anything for the show, would know like John B and Sarah, because like they, I feel like they're the ones who get the most promo, right? So yeah, because like, like yeah, no one else is like coupled up by the end of season one, right? It's like kind of like Pope and Kiara, Kiara. okay, okay, a okay, little okay. bit, or like Pope like confesses to Kiara and then she's like no. But then later she like holds his hand and like they kiss. So I was like, oh, yeah. Like, why'd you say no in the first place? But. Honestly, I feel like, okay, not another parallel between the summer I turned pretty, but like Kiara is like giving belly a little bit, you know? Oh. Like uh-huh. multiple boys can't choose between them. Like, yes. Yes. You know? I mean, I can see it. Yeah. Cause also more towards the beginning of the season, Kiara and John B also kiss, but she's oh. like, no. Right. And she kisses him on the cheek in this episode before yeah. she goes to scuba dive. So. so it's like, hmm. Yeah, she can't decide. Which, honestly, to be in her position, wow, what a time. No. Wow, good for her. Yeah, honestly, girl, go for it. Well, that is it for this week. If you like our podcast, please give us five stars and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you want to follow us, we're on Instagram at Not Another Teen Drama and on TikTok at Not Another Teen Drama Pod. And next week, we'll be watching Love 101. Thanks for listening. Bye.